On this episode of Sam Chance Boxing, guys, we are going to go back into the Conor Ben fight that happened on Saturday. We're going to take a look at Tiafima Lopez. We're going to look at Keyshawn Davis's fight coming up tonight. Uh, also, guys, we are going to take a look back at the one great Carl Weathers, Apollo Creed, a loss, both in the acting world, but I, you know what? More so in the boxing world, in my opinion. Also, we're going to take a look back at the Prince's announcement regarding the heavyweight division. All this and so much more on this episode of Sabotage Boxing. So strap in and thank you for letting us into your ears. Hey everybody, welcome back to another episode of Sampa Chance Boxing. Happy Thursday to all of you out there. It is fight night. We have Teofimo Lopez coming up later on this evening. We have Keyshawn Davis coming back later on this evening. Um, But before all of that, Mr. Chance Michaels, how are you, my friend? I'm doing good. Yourself? Can't complain, man. It's Thursday. The weekend is quickly passed upon us. It's Super Bowl weekend as well. A lot of stuff happening in Vegas. But before we kick off what's going on in Vegas this weekend, let's take a look back at what happened in Vegas. Connor, Ben against Dobson. Your thoughts on the fight? Boring. <laughs> Honestly, it was uh, Dobson was a game fighter. I mean, Ben did what he did, and I, I predicted he'd win by decision, which he did. Um, he looked good. Um, you know, Dobson had a few rounds. He's tough. He has a good chin. Um, when he let his hands go, Dobson actually pushed him back a little bit. Um, he made Connor Ben think twice, but I mean, Ben is just quicker, more skilled. And when again, yeah, Ben, when when uh, Ben started working that jab, he took over the fight. And Dobson is a, he's a tough component. He wouldn't go down. He wouldn't stay out. He was a game fighter. Um, but Ben did what he's supposed to do. This was a this is a fight to get him the next level. Get him some bigger fights. He's, Eddie Irwin's calling out Chris Eubank Jr. after and all these things, but he's still not allowed to fight in England. Connor Ben is because he failed those two drug tests. So it was an okay fight is what it was. It was a free fight and um, Ben did what he's supposed to do. And uh, I don't think he looked amazing, but he looked all right. And Dobson hasn't fought in a year. So he's been out of the ring a lot. So I think a little bit of ring rust played into Connor Ben's factor too. The winning. I mean, if you think about it, Connor Ben did have a fight under his belt coming into this one. So, I mean, ring rush should not be an issue for him. Uh, No, for Dobson. No, for Dobson, yes, but not for Connor Ben. Yeah, which, not for Ben, no. Which should have made this even a quicker fight, to so to speak. Uh, he came out thinking he was going to use his power, and, you know, obviously that didn't translate. He had to change his game plan. He thought he was going to get him out of there in the first two Yeah, years. he did think that. Dobson really held his ground and, you know, really took some of those punches. Now, I'm not saying this plays a role in it, but did he lose power? You know what I mean? He didn't look as powerful as everyone thought he was in the past. So it's that, not the juice anymore. But that's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, you you cut right to the catch up there, man. Yeah. Um, you know, it's just, did that really play a factor in all Absolutely. of it? Absolutely. Steroids um, adds power because it gives you the energy to lift more, train yeah. harder, and that's yeah. what it does. And it builds the muscles. So yeah, he's not on the stuff anymore. And, and don't give me this crap. He didn't know what he's doing. He failed twice. Come on. He, he cheated. Yeah. He got caught at the end of the day. And the Eubank fight, it just doesn't make sense. I mean, I listened to Eubank's father earlier in the week talking about it. 
And the one thing that he said is like, it just makes no sense. Like my son's walking around it at 185. Like, you know, for him to drop the weight that That's they a lot of weight. You know, you're 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 asking him to risk his health in, in so many different ways. Just not oh, yeah. So plus 40 pounds, right. a lot of weight, man. Right. So it doesn't make any sense to him. So I think the best thing for, for the Connor Ben camp to do is move on from that and look to the future. Because I mean, this guy still has a lot to prove. Nobody, most pundits, most analysts that are credible and that I will listen to all say the same thing. He didn't look good. He didn't no, look he didn't. But he, he won, look, but he didn't, he didn't look great doing so. He right? should look much better. Dobson was a, a gimme fight. Finish yeah. this guy off in eight rounds and we'll get you back in the stardom. And he Dobson wouldn't go away. And he didn't look good at all, right? Like, I mean, he looked okay. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he looked good. But one could also, yeah. maybe he was trying to bank rounds because he's been so inactive and you know whatnot. I mean, you can lace it any way you want. But the mm -hmm. reality is right now, in my opinion, you know, the top of the top of those divisions will destroy him. If this is he, what he, he fought, like he fought against Dobson, he just, yeah, he's not going to win. Right? So he needs to kind of figure that out and he has to figure out where his power went. Because, like you said, if it's the juice, then that's a clear indication that, you know, that's that was his main proponent in, in terms of his success, which is unfortunate, yeah. right? You know what I mean? But let's see where it goes. All right, brother man, why don't we move on to what's happening tonight? We have Teofimo Lopez defending his WBO welterweight title against one Jermaine Ortiz. Now, before I ask you, I will say this about this fight. My number one question is which Teo will show up? Teo, in my opinion, has the better skill, has the better defense. He basically does everything a little bit better than Jermaine does, in my opinion. The only difference here is where is Teo's head? And what mental state will he come in? Because the Tio that fought against Lomachenko, that was amazing. The Tio that fought Combosas, granted injuries were involved and he wasn't well. He looked like complete shit. Against uh, Sandor Martin, he looked yep. above average. Uh, but then again, against Josh Taylor in his last fight, he looked like Tio of old. So my question is, is Tio show up based on the guy he's fighting? Or... Is this a mental game that he's playing with in his own head? Well, you never know what's feel, right? Because he does suffer from mental illness. So I'm not trying to pick on the guy. but So you don't know what you're getting with the guy. Um, I'm assuming that because of Super Bowl weekend, fighting in Mandalay Bay, Radio Row is at Mandalay Bay. Be a lot of, you know, Jim Rome's there, Mad Dog. You name a guy in radio, they're all there. So he's got all the celebrities are there. People are in for the Super Bowl. I think he wants to put on a show, right? Bradham's probably going to go watch this fight. It's only 100 bucks to get in, 50 bucks. So you're going you're gonna to get a packed house in there. Um, Jermaine Ortiz is, you know, he's 10 years older, nine or 10 years older than Ortiz. Ortiz is every, um, then, sorry, Lopez. Lopez is everything better. He's quicker, he's stronger, he throws punches at better angles. He's got a better jab, better footwork. Um, Ortiz is a game fighter. I mean, he's been to Lomachenko. They both have. Um, he's no slouch, but um, I see Tio Fima. He's going to look pretty good. However, Ortiz is a tough fighter. Teal will win this, but it's going to go a decision. I don't think he's going to finish off uh, Ortiz, but um, Lopez is going to come out and I think maybe look as good as he ever seen him just because the Super Bowl is there. Everybody's there. All the stars, all the celebrities. This is a big showcase for him. That's why Bob Arum does this fight before the Super Bowl to get the pump, get the buzz. And um, it should be a good fight. I'm looking forward to it, but Teal will be a decision. He's just a more skilled, younger, and he wants to, uh, he wants to be a star. And I think he's finally going to put it together. Yeah, no I, guarantees I, with him. You never know what he's going to do, but I got a feeling because of the Super Bowl factor and it's at Mandalay Bay that he's going to propel him to push harder. 
Yeah, and he's no. been training way hard. He's been in the gym every day. So before he wouldn't always be in the gym. He'd be lazy. He thought he was so good, like he was going to knock out Cambosis first round. Wasn't training as hard. Look what happened. So I think now he's got a big wake up call, and uh, I think he's going to come fired. Yeah, I agree with you. I really do. I think you know, and the reason I think it's going to go to decision is because it's how this fight's going to play out, right? If Neil is going to try to go after those power shots and try to find that punch, this fight's going to go long. If mm. he uses his mind and, you know, tries to approach it from a different angle where he just chips away, chips away, he could probably get the knockout if he wanted to, say, in the ninth, tenth round. But I have a feeling he's going to try to come out with that power punch, look for that one punch, try to set up that one punch, you know, to kind of get it done, but it's not going to work for him. I mean, Jermaine is game fighter. He knows what he's doing in there. Yeah, he's been there with some of the best. So it's no slouch. This is not an easy fight by any by any stretch of no, but it's a winnable fight. A fight you should win. The guy Jermaine's like 35, 36, get it. 26. You, this is a fight you need to win. You get it. I get it. But again, it, it, it's not so much the skill that he brings to the ring, it's what mind he brings to the ring that's going to make the difference in yep. this for me. Uh, so we both are in agreement. We think he's going to yeah, be a decision, right? But it should be a good fight. What's the biggest thing? Do you have those? Yeah, yeah. Tio is a seven to one favorite. Okay. So they're saying it should be an easy night in the park for him. But you never know. Sometimes the long shot dogs come in, right? And Ortiz has got nothing to lose. So, you know, maybe he'll be a little more aggressive than we expect and, you know, could catch him slipping. Because, like you said, you never know what Tio starts getting frustrated in there. We've seen him in the corner saying to his trainers, Do I still have it? So yeah. he can get rattled in there. We can, can get, get him off his game. The question is, do we see. And that's the Cambosis that he got in his head talking crap, talking crap, and beat him. So Tio can be mentally fragile at times. But Tio was really sick at the time, too, when he fought Cambosis, which we didn't know, right? We didn't know any of that. And he didn't come out with that till much later on. I guess ultimately, at the end of the day, are we going to get Josh Taylor Tio or are we going to get Sandro Martin Tio? We're going to see Josh Taylor Tio. Pardon? I think we're going to see the Josh Taylor. Let's see. Let's see. I hope I wish nothing the, for the best for this kid. Yeah, I've seen him in Vegas a couple of times. Um, you know, so yeah, my my, you know, I'm kind of backing him anyways, right? Like that's the fact. I am too. Yeah. All right, let us go to the co-main event. This is also a pretty good matchup. Here it could be a main event on most other cards. Uh, Jermaine or or sorry, Keyshawn Johnson, Keyshawn Davis versus Jose Pedraza. Got it. Good fight, man. I'm looking forward to this one. Keyshawn coming off a no decision. He'd won initially, but then got tested positive for marijuana, which is so unheard of anymore these days. But I guess Texas is still Yeah, but he but he knows the rules. He knows he knows marijuana is illegal in Texas and he's still smoking it. So that's lack of discipline. And yeah. people don't realize about Keyshawn Davis. He's quite the story. Um, he suffers from severe mental health. Uh, he's been in, in um, the psych ward. Um, he's talked about how he smokes weed to calm himself down, but how weed is bad for you. He's given up the weed now. He's turned to faith. Um, weed made him lazy. Everybody knows weed makes you lazy. So you can still be a good athlete, but it does slow you down. That's proven. So he's given up the weed. He's um, found his faith. Um, he's training hard. He is 9-0. He's a great prospect. He's young. Um, and he, in the ring, he's very angry. So he's got that killer instinct. He wants to finish you. He wants to hurt you. He's yeah. athletic. He's agile. Um, he's a huge favor in this fight. Um, Perdoza has been in there. There's one common theme through this whole card is Tio, um, Ortiz, and Perdoza. They've all fought Lomachenko. So, and and he's also, Perdoza's also lost to Tank Davis. So he's been there with some game fighters. 
Um, but Keyshawn is just too young, too fast, too strong, too angry. He wants it. He's pissed off about that no contest. Um, so I can see him. I think he's going to finish him off with inside six rounds. Interesting, interesting. Uh, Pedraza would probably say differently, thinking he has more of the opinion that, look, you know. <laughs> Pedraza, Pedraza's been there with better fighters. He's been with Lomachenko that's and what he's saying. Tank Davis, right? Okay. This is probably the first big fight. Like, this is the first real test for Keyshawn. Right, it is. You can't take anything away from Perdaza because I mean, at the end of the day, that guy has been in there with some straight killers. He is a former world champion himself. Yeah, he's no joke. He's on the back foot a little bit, but you can't take anything away from in-ring experience and ability. And you know, like I said, this is Keyshawn's to lose, but I will not be surprised if Jose can't pull it out himself either. Though that that's just the you know the nature of the beast. But yeah, um. Keyshawn, man, I, I think he can end this in about eight rounds. I, I won't go as far as six. I think it'll take him a little while to kind of figure it out. But, you know, this guy hasn't fought in over a year either, though. That's the thing. Ring rust again. Right? Here we go again, right? Literally, February 2023 was his last yep, fight. Yeah, one year. Right? So, you know, uh, and he's he's got limited fights under his belt. I mean, I mean, reality, including the no contest, he's only fought 10 times, right? So, you know, this is an opportunity. He's definitely an up-and-coming prospect. He's got all the tools. Hey, man, he's an up-and-coming prospect. He can keep it together mentally. This guy, but he has to kind of overcome this test. His story is like he was doing self-harm and everything. Like he's he's had a lot of mental health. And so hopefully he's got that on track. And he's he's got a great story because he can show you can, you know, be down and out in the hospital and all all these pain, all these medications. And then he's rising up to be potentially a future world champion. So I'm pulling for him. I hope he wins. Yeah, so he's a young guy still, and uh, his story is uh, pretty inspirational. So we'll see what he can do. But I got him in under six round foot, getting him out of there. Fair enough, fair enough, man. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that completely. All right, let us move on now. So this Saturday we had the press conference, well, the media call. We had Turkish Prince Turkey. Uh, he had, he was with Tyson Fury and Frank Warren, and then you had Usyk and team with Ariel Hawani. This fight has now moved to May the 18th after Tyson suffered that cut in sparring. Same eye that Otto Wolvin cut open. So, you know, that's something there, man. Exact same spot. Exact same looking cut. Uh, This fight is now being rescheduled to May the 18th. It's going to take place in Saudi Arabia. Prince is not probably happy about it. So he's kind of put some kind of restrictions on here. Like if either guy jumps out of it now... They're going to have to pay $10 million out of their own pocket. No matter what the circumstances. No so matter like what the circumstances. They have to pay $10 million out of their own pocket to the other guy, which is cool. I like that. This Great. Is I love it. That should always be. like I this, get that that cut's unfortunate. Uh, maybe he was sparring too hard. But, man, if you look at Fury when he fought Nagano, now he's lost a lot of weight. He looks, he's never going to be a muscle guy. He looks a lot more in shape. Oh. He's taking this serious. Like, you saw that picture too, right? The yeah, show. he looks good. Nagano like and what he looks like for Usyk is night and day. Dude, he's going to destroy <laughs> Usyk. And I hate to say this. I get it. Technically, Usyk's a better boxer. But when you're facing that power and he's pissed off about barely being Nagano, I would not want to be Usyk that night. His, his body tells you alone like this guy's coming in for blood. Oh, which yeah. kind of makes me think that that Joshua fight is going to be a cakewalk because Joshua is going to go in there with the mentality that Fury should have had. Yeah. Now, speaking of those guys, the Prince also announced that the winner, uh, if if the if Nagano wins, he didn't say Joshua. 
if Nagano wins against Joshua, he gets the winner of Fury Usyk. Do you agree with that, or do you think that's just how can a guy with with a one and one record at that point <laughs> challenge for the undisputed? I get it. It's it's money. It's all about the money, my man. It's all about the money, but it kind of that's a shitty deal, man. In my opinion, it personally. sucks for other, sucks for other guys. But at the end of the day, I get why the why his excellency is doing that because at the end of the day, he wants Fury Nagano rematch. All the hype for that, right? And Nagano's a big draw. He's got UFC fans coming to watch it. So is I it right? It. No. Is it business sense? Hell, hell yeah. So oh, I have no problem. Sure. Uh, so based on that, I am now fully, I got my feet planted for Joshua to win. I just, it, just to be fair to the other boxers, I just, you know what I mean? That's just where my mind is. I'm at. actually going for Nagato in that fight because I kind of think uh, Joshua, you know, he kind of ducks around a lot. Um, he makes excuses and he loses a lot of the big fights he should win. So, you know what? I hope Nagato puts him in the second row. Because I want to see Nagano Fury again, right? I don't mind Joshua, he's a good fighter, but I don't care either way. I'm going to cheer for Nagano on this one. Fair play, but fair play. Joshua is the favorite. He should win the fight. But I That's couldn't, what I'm saying. I'll tell you right now, if Nagano hits Joshua like he hit Fury, Joshua ain't getting up. He won't come up like Fury did well. So he's got to be really careful in there. The one thing Joshua has, he has film to work off of now, which Fury Yeah, did. that's true. That's okay, true. he has the film to work off. But shame on Fury. Shame on Tyson Fury yeah, he really pulled it off. for even letting it get to the point where we're at this point right now. This would not have been happening. And I'm only saying shame on him because look at how great he looks right now. He's never going to be, you know, ripped. No, he's not going to look like Anthony Joshua. No. But the way he looks right now compared to what he looked like, you knew he didn't train. Yeah. He lied. He lied. He lied. He oh, lied. yeah. Right? He's ready now, though. Prince also announced for June the 1st, Bivol against Better Beef for the Undisputed 175. Finally, that's going to happen. It's happening in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Uh, you know, he keeps making the fights, man. And here we go. We got another great fight that's potentially coming. Now, the one thing I really thought was really interesting, uh, Pergovitz, the, the number one contender for the IBF, yeah. the piece him, he's offering him anybody he wants to fight. He's put up six, seven names for him. Who do you think the best guy that he listed off of that it would be the best guy there? I didn't see what he put up for his list. He, he put, put up Ryan, he put um Jared Anderson. He he put up Did he put Ruiz up there? He put Ruiz. No, no, I don't think he put Ruiz up there. I didn't see his list. Um there's, there's a few other guys up there, but uh Frank, uh what, what's his name? Frank Sanchez. He put him up there. He put Jared Anderson up there. He put Zhang up there. Uh, he, he, there's a few other guys up there. But, I mean, he's basically given him his pick of a fight. That's going. cool. I like that. Yeah. So that should be interesting as well. Now, I don't know if that's going to be on the March return to card, or is this for the Tyson card? I'm not sure. They haven't said yet, I don't believe, but we'll see. We'll see how that all plays out. Also, uh, before we get on to the next topic, breaking news, John Ryder has retired after losing last fight here. Um, good call on his front man. That guy yeah, he's done. Money. Made good money. Made good money. So thank you, John Ryder, for all that you've done for boxing. Thank you for some of the great fights. And, uh, you know, all the best to you, brother. And, you know, hope, hope we see you in a corner as a trainer or... or you find your place in this world of boxing, but John Ryder officially retired. Do you ever say anyone's officially retired? But I think this one's real. At this age in his body, yeah, he's done. All right. 
So guys, you notice we don't have the clock. We were having some technical issues, so we're just kind of doing this old school style. So I apologize for that. But let's move on to the next topic. Last but not least, a sad day in boxing in Hollywood and in the world in general. We lost action. Jackson, Mr. Apollo Creed, Caller Weathers has passed away. Um, it's ironic because in our last top five list, we talked about top five movies. And I said that Rocky series and, mm. you know, and then I went back and I watched Rocky three again. And the, the role that, that he played in that was just phenomenal. I mean, the motivation, like that movie is just, you could just cut it up for motivational speeches, man. There is no tomorrow. There is. Yeah. No, and you know, all of it's right. All of it. None of it is, is wrong. If there's any if there's any movie series that makes you want to train and go for a run afterwards, it's that Rocky series, man. Uh yeah. some Apollo Creed, man. Yeah, he likes to own said it best. He helped build the brand without him. The Rocky wouldn't have been as good, wouldn't have been as successful. He picked the right guy for the role. They were good friends. And he also had a couple other major roles too. That's what he's most known for, the four Rocky films. But he was um in Happy Gilmore, played a big role, Jumps Patterson. Um, Predator with Jesse Ventura, huge role in that. So he had some big roles. Obviously, he's always been known as Apollo Creed, the original. Great body, great shape, great guy, and rest in peace. Action Jackson, man. Yep, amazing. Right? I mean, he was, he, he did, did he do Blade Runner? Huh? He I don't Blade? know, I never watched Blade Runner. I don't watch that many movies, but I know for sure Predator and Happy Gilmore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he did a bunch of other stuff as well. But I mean, Rocky will Those always, are his notable roles, yeah. Right? That will always be his thing, and you know, um, but I, I really feel like he cemented himself like Rocky 1 and 2. Yeah, it was what it was. They were great. But it was Rocky 3 that really solidified yeah. and, and put the character of Apollo Creed in, in you know, at that highest level. Um, yeah. The rest of Priest, Mr. Weathers, uh, thank you for all the good times. Thank mm -hmm. you for the movies. And thank you, technology, for allowing us to be able to watch you whenever we want to. Absolutely. Um, thank you so much for everything you've done. Rest in peace, my friend. Mm -hmm. May you officially be free of anything that ails you and hurts you and you're in a good place and you're with everyone that you want to be and the afterlife is what you thought it would be. So, yep. Rest brother, in peace. Great, great actor. Absolutely. All right, brother man, uh, this day in boxing history, Canadian history, do we have anything? We got something for boxing history. This is... Um, Jack Dempsey versus George Carpenter from 1921. The reason why I bring this up, it was the first million dollar gate. They made a special stadium for this in New Jersey, 91,000 people had held, sold it out. Also, the reason I bring this up, the first fight ever to be on the first radio broadcast. Listen to your car, let's do it at home, the first fight ever under the custom built arena. Wow. 1921, 91,000 people in New Jersey. Jack Dempsey, George Carpenter. And I'm just, this is not. There's nothing this week in Canadian boxing history, but I'm going to bring up a Canadian legend that isn't talked about enough. Jack Delaney, he was born in 1900. Died in 1948. He was a world light heavyweight boxing champion. He was a contender for the heavyweight crown. He never won it, um, but he's a top, you know, 10 Canadian fighter of all time, Jack Delaney. Thought I'd bring him up so people can check out some of his fights. He only lived to 48 years old, but he won the light heavyweight belt. Tried to get heavyweight, couldn't do it, but still an all-time Canadian legend. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Good yep. stuff. Good stuff, man. All right. I tell you what, why don't we wrap this puppy up here? Yep. So we have Teofimo coming up later on this evening. Keyshawn Johnson in the chief support. 
rule for this card tonight on ESPN. I uh, I believe it's a free fight for everybody. So yep. you know, there's no it's free to watch it. So get on it. Super Bowl this weekend as well. So guys, there's a lot going on. WWE press conference probably happening as we release this episode. So Tuesday we'll have more information on what's going on with this, that, and the other. Wow. Crazy weekend in Vegas, man. That's the press conference won't be much. It just did a talk of pump it up. They're not going to give us any information. It's it's happening, right? I mean, it's all. I don't blame it. It's in Vegas. You got to be there. So I don't blame them for that. So Vegas, once again, the place to be this weekend. You got Super Bowl. You see that 2.5 million guest suite that's been floating around that they're showing people? I haven't seen that yet. No. So it's like, it's for 20 people. Uh, 2.5 million for for one of those kind of uh, suites. Wow. You get food, you get this and that, two free parking passes. <laughs> At the end of the day, it works out to like 125000 per person. For some of these rich celebrities and businessmen, that's nothing for them. That's insane, though. That's crazy. I thought the food would be better. But, I mean, for what they showed, I, it looks okay, I guess. I mean, yeah. I what do you expect for $2.5 million food? I don't know. <laughs> but um, yeah, hard to say. I mean, guys, have a great – hey, quick, your prediction for the Super Bowl. I hate to say it, man, but uh, I think the Chiefs, although I'm a Seahawks fan, I don't want the 49ers to win. I only do because I don't want to see Mahomes get it again, but I think the Chiefs will pull it out. I'm going for the Chiefs, and I don't hate to say it. Um, the reason I say that is because San Francisco cannot win another Super Bowl because if you see behind me, I got that Steelers luchador mask. Mm-hmm. Only the Patriots and the Steelers are tied with six. If these guys in San Francisco win on Sunday, then it's a three-way tie at the top. I know they're going to tie it. I don't it should want be a fun game. Yeah. And I'd rather see, to be completely honest, I'd rather see Kansas City win anyways. If nothing was at stake for me, I'd still go KC. But yeah, looking forward to it. I, I hope KC wins. And I think for them to win, they're going to have to come out really fast and get as much as they can. Because that pretty starts slow, I feel. Yeah. Christian McCaffrey, they're going to give him the ball a lot. They're going to feed him. He's probably going to get a couple of TDs. Well, let's see how it plays out. Man. That's yep. Monday tonight we got boxing and then uh, we we got stuff in between. So on that note, I am Bobby Sampson. He's Mr. Chance Michaels. The words of the great ACDC, those that download, like, and subscribe, salute you. We do salute you. And guys, it's the weekend, which means, you know what? Go out, have fun, do your thing. Super Bowl Sunday party, drink it up. But remember to always have a safe way home. We say this because there's people who love you and who care about you. And most importantly, we just want you to come back on Tuesday to listen to the wrestling show. So on that note, everyone, please be safe. God bless you all. Samp and Chance are out.